I want to start here. There was a time where you would uh, be in charge of somebody's Hall of Fame um, candidacy, correct? That is correct. And, and, you know, it's interesting you say that because there's a piece just posted on Panthers.com <laughs> about that very topic and what it means for future Panthers candidacies. How about that? How about the, the the dumb luck of me? All right, so look, I'm I'm actually an, I was trying to hurry and finish that so I could sit out on my porch in the sun and talk to you about <laughs> it. I mean, that was the real motivating factor here. Very nice. So, uh, by the way, who is your uh, who is your piece about? Is I mean, are, is it about Julius Peppers? It it, it it focuses on Julius Peppers and effectively, and I don't want to give the whole thing away, but basically. Uh, if DeMarcus Ware is a second ballot Hall of Famer and Jason Taylor a few years ago was the first, it feels pretty apparent that Julius's chances next year are very, very good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It's, it's, it's fun. Peppers, Peppers was an awesome, awesome football player. Uh, yeah, and, he was. I mean, and, and again, without putting too fine a point on it, because I don't want to give away all the good stuff, I want people to go to Panthers.com and read this fine piece and enjoy it this weekend. <laughs> but Julius also had the benefit of longevity. I mean, there are very few players who were able to make an all-decade team once. Uh, Julius did it twice. He was dominant in the 2000s and the 2010s. And I just... Like I said, I, I think we've worried about this for a little bit based on some weirdo right. Hall of Fame candidacies. But I, I believe that a man who is fourth on the all-time sack list behind only Bruce Smith, Reggie White, and Kevin Green uh, should probably cruise in pretty soon here. Uh, you, no, I, I don't think there's any doubt that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Steve Smith? Um, again, when we found out last night um, – that none of the receivers in this year's class uh, made it through. I think it just kind of pushes him out another year, honestly. I mean, until we figure out, and I say we as a committee is one of the 49 people who vote on that thing, um, until we figure out what to do with Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt and Andre Johnson, it's going to be hard for any <laughs> other receiver. And Steve's been a semifinalist the last two years. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald will come up in a couple of years. And, and then a bunch of guys with big numbers coming after them. Until we figure this one out, um, it, it's just going to get tougher and tougher for any other receivers. I mean, I was in there uh, about 10 years or so ago when we were stuck for three years with Chris Carter and Andre Reed and Tim Brown. And right. for three years, none of them got through. And until Chris Carter finally broke the log jam, and then they went bing, 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 right in order. So I, I think a similar thing's going to have to happen for Steve to, to make any headway. I, I think he deserves to, um, I think he deserves to be in the final 15, at least, if not in the hall sooner rather than later, simply because of his resume. I mean, if you look at Steve's numbers, yeah. um, they're certainly deserving. And again, you can see all those numbers in tabulated form at Panthers.com. <laughs> Another reason I asked this question is that, like, I'm, I'm an unabashed Tory Holt fan uh, as much personally as I am uh, what he did as a wide receiver. And he got, you know, he's at the altar again. And sure. I mean, personally, I think there are, are wide receivers in the Hall of Fame that he is better than. And I sure. can't, I have no concept as to why we're still waiting here, especially right. in a year where 
the only offensive player elected was an offensive tackle. Uh, and I'm not saying anybody on that list is undeserving. They're, these guys right. are all deserving. I mean, I have no problem well, with anybody and, who's in. And, and one, of the, one of the tricky parts of this discussion every year is, I mean, you mentioned, yeah, there's four defensive players and an offensive lineman. Well, there's 22 starting positions on the field, and they give us five spots for modern candidates each year. So everybody doesn't get one every year. So, I mean, it's it's a tricky balance, and we've sort of pushed through some of the old prejudices. I mean, along, uh, a few years ago, safeties weren't getting to the <laughs> Hall of Fame terribly often. The last few years, you know, you've seen Leroy Butler, John Lynch, and some others go through. Darren Woodson's a finalist again after a while. So I, I think, you know, the committee over time, kind of like those Super Bowl overs, uh, over time <laughs> reaches a certain stasis that we like. I mean, time solves a lot of problems. It always has. And I, I think in time, this thing will balance out. I mean, I, I truly, if you wanted to tell me that next year's Hall of Fame class was those three wide receivers, Julius Peppers and somebody else, that makes about as much sense to me as anything. Just like the Panthers draft a few years ago was only defense, maybe we will have a class that's only wide receivers. Go for it. <laughs> and, Ju- and Julius Peppers once played some wide receivers. I was reminiscing about that the other day in the office in 04 against New England when they tried to uh, use him as a goal line wide receiver. Didn't quite work out and really only made Steve Smith mad. But um, uh, beyond <laughs> that, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I and, and that could be it. I don't know if the committee has the Constitution to send three players at the same position through in one year, but it, based on – Based on some of the things we're looking at in the future, that could be the case. Darren Gant, Panthers.com, is joining us here. I would just I wonder if Steve Smith expressed his anger to Julius Peppers or maybe I kind of kept it uh, on, the, on the low. Well, I tell you what he did do when they pulled him out of that game to put Julius in against the, the Patriots here in 04, he ripped his helmet off with two hands and flung it down to the turf and and it bounced and almost killed security guard J.C. Felder, who was standing on the sidelines right in the path <laughs> of a helmet that was thrown with some degree of intent. Wow. Well, that, that would have been a – he definitely would have gotten fined for that. Uh, all right, broad question. When you look at this matchup between the Eagles and the Chiefs, your thoughts? I, I think Chiefs. I lean Chiefs, but I also have to raise my hand and say, I thought the other two teams were going to be playing in this game. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't rely on me for gambling advice. Right. That's why I don't invest in these markets. Um, it's it's tricky to me because the Eagles are on such a roll, and they've got such a good roster, and they're so deep in so many places. Uh, any team is vulnerable if their third and fourth quarterbacks go out with injury during a game yep. the way San Francisco did. That's the team I thought was going to plow straight through this thing. I just love the way they could beat people up on both sides of the ball. And certainly once Purdy and Josh Johnson go out the other week, I mean, that kind of dooms them. But when you look at what Philadelphia has done, it's hard not to be impressed by how deep that roster is. But I just don't want to be the idiot who doesn't think Patrick Mahomes is going to do Patrick Mahomes things. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced he has he has got this in him. I, I think there's some silly people out there who wonder, you know, oh, he's only won one. Are you kidding me? It's really hard to win one. And and what they've done this year, 
um, offensively in the face of getting rid of a Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's just been astounding, and it just kind of cements the fact to me that in, in a generation where we've got a lot of good young quarterbacks, he's him, as the kids say. Yeah, uh, although Joe Burrow uh, said, actually, also I guess him. Uh, also more, him. More than one people can be him. That is, there's, man, we do have some great young quarterbacks coming in. We're not going to talk about the Panthers quarterback situation, except I will ask you <laughs> one question about about the upcoming draft uh, before we get out of here. Darren Gant from Panthers.com is joining us. Um, but Jalen Hurts, while maybe not him, is in, in a – he's a he, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I mean, I, I think there are people in the league who use the phrase he's a win with or a win because of. And and clearly Patrick Mahomes is a win because of, but I think Jalen Hurts is absolutely a win with. I mean, you can win with that guy, especially when you've got a roster like they've got. I mean, I just again, the guy who's him in Philadelphia is Howie Roseman. I mean, when you right. look at the offensive line that that allows him, you you've got the kind of flexibility to go out and make a trade for an AJ Brown and still the kind of cap room to go get Hassan Reddick. I mean, those were impact players that they brought in to supplement what was an ascending core a year ago, but it just, you know, went in there and took big cuts and they all hit. They don't always. I mean, sometimes teams go out and make big moves and spend a bunch of money. The Eagles have done that before and it hadn't quite worked out. Uh, I remember Vince Young and the dream team, but (laughs) it's, it's, um, this year, the job Roseman's done putting that thing together has been amazing. And Hertz is enough of a quarterback to make all that stuff work. I think he's, he's done a good job of knowing who he is. And he, you know, they've done a good job of stripping things down and keeping it. Um, I, I don't want, if you say keeping it simple, that almost takes away from what Jalen's been able to do. It's not like he's just a passenger out there. He's right. affecting some of this, but yeah, I mean, he is, he is quickly moving up from, oh, sure. Second round pick, you know, throw any old rookie in there and see what happens to a guy who is affecting change. Oh, there's, there's no question on the style of offense that they run and the way that he impacts that is a huge part of what they do, and he doesn't have to be uh, the quarterback that drops back 30 times a game and picks a defense apart. They're not asking him to do that. Sure. So he's perfect for what they do, Right. which yep. it, it, the fit matters, doesn't it? Yeah, it absolutely does. And and you, you and I have had this conversation before. My personal belief is that if I was a GM, I'd never give a quarterback a second contract. And Jalen Hurts is kind of evidence of what you can do when you rely on all the other goodies that you can get when you've got one on rookie-scale deal. I mean, now, that plan works until you draft Patrick Mahomes, and then what do you do with him after seven years? But, you know, I would trade him for a whole bunch of goodies is the answer and go get me another cheap one or two so um, and all kind of other good stuff. But anyway, yes, Jalen Hurts, quite good. Patrick Mahomes, great. And that's probably the simple version of the way I lean the way I lean. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, has already said that he Jalen Hurts has already proven uh, who he is. They're going to pay Jalen Hurts a fair amount of money. And yeah. my, my opinion of the NFL salary cap is that it's at minimum $70 million too small. 
that it probably could could extend another hundred million uh, that would enable teams to pay the other guys and pay their quarterbacks a lot of money if they wanted. But then quarterbacks will just make eighty five million a year as opposed to thirty five to forty million dollars. Yeah, and that's coming. Just wait until after this year when them new broadcast deals kick in. Yeah, but the the salary cap isn't going to go up that much. We we all know how these people operate. Um, Darren Gant, Panthers dot com. What do you think they'll do with number nine in Panther time? Uh, are are we sure it's going to be number nine? I think ah. should, I, you know, I I think you've got to. I think it's pretty clear based on the way Dave Tepper operated a coaching search this year, which unlike three years ago, I would say was professionally and deeply. And, you know, he's profoundly committed to doing offense modernly uh, for a change. So I I think by going out, conducting a thorough search, finding Frank Reich, uh, we're still uh, waiting to see what some of those key positions on that offensive coaching staff is going to be. But I, you know, there's some reason to be encouraged by a few of the names I've heard. And I, I think when you do that, when you go that direction, you have to think about trying to get in play for one of these young quarterbacks. I mean, is that C.J. Stroud? Is that Bryce Young? Is it Will Levis? Is it Anthony Richardson? I think, you know, depending on which one of those guys you're talking about, you may have to make a move up, maybe a significant move up. And I think you've got to consider all that stuff. I mean, I I just don't think you build it this way and get in a spot where you're in, where you finally got an offensive line. I figure Bradley Bozeman probably ends up back here, mm-hmm. um, mostly because he wants to be. And, you know, I figure they'll work something out there. That's just me guessing, not breaking news or anything like that. Um, but I think when you build this place where it's pretty pretty stable for a change in front of a young quarterback if it comes time to make that move you you do it again look at Jalen Hurts rookie quarterbacks uh can do good things in this system and or in this in this setting I I should say not this system because we don't know specifically what the Frank Wright system is going to look like I think it's going to be dictated by which one of them quarterbacks it happens to be but I, I think it is reasonable to suggest they are interested in one of those four young gentlemen and depending on which one strikes their fancy, may uh, have to make a move. Do you think that one of the quarterbacks that ended the season on the roster will start the season on the next one? Uh, well, Matt Corral. I mean, he was on injured yeah. reserve. He'll Sims. probably be on the roster. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably be he'll, on the roster. I'm sure he will. Will Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker be here? Uh Maybe one of them. I think it kind of depends. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, there's some other free agents out there. And I think if you believe, as most people do, that they're going to draft a quarterback, you're going to want some kind of bridge veteran. Is that Sam Darnold? Possibly. I think he played creditably and competently coming yeah. down the stretch in the last six games. Um, is that Jacoby Brissett or somebody like that who Frank knows from the Colts that, you know, it could be a, one of those people. It's like ordering off a Chinese menu. You pick one from column A, one from <laughs> column B. Um, you, you know, you're going to need one of them column B guys, like Brissett, like Sam. You know, maybe PJ's that guy. PJ's also a former Frank Reich uh, player. He was there uh, when Andrew Luck decided it 
couple of weeks before the season that he was uh. retired. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a bunch of possibilities, and, and I think they will need somebody who has shown some degree of being able to start some games. And I think each of those three names we just mentioned has done that in the past. Darren Gant, enjoy the Super Bowl with no pressure, uh, and uh, we'll keep checking out what the old guy has to say at Panthers.com, at Darren Gant with two Ts for extra talent. Uh, my yeah. friend, happy Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's it's America's national holiday, and all we are is one. We're really only a couple years away from this thing getting pushed back another week, so it's on President's Day weekend. <laughs> and that way we can all have Monday off, too. That is true. Well, some of us will not have Monday off, but that's fine. Uh, I don't want to be off the day after the Super Bowl. We have things to talk about. Well, that's fair, too. Hashtag content. Exactly. Hashtag work ethic. Uh, Darren, take care, man. See y'all. You got it. He's the best.